one look at you and my heart knew you were the one for me. What's up, what's up everybody, Corsi Radio Y'all know what today is It's Thursday Happy Thursday everybody We are here to do what we usually do Y'all know what is going on, it's your boy Shice Wright And we got the PG in the building Hey, y'all know what it is man, Courtside Radio It is about to be crazy Thank you guys so much for tuning in to your favorite Show uh, started off with a banger by you know another uh, LA native blast with that blast got it all man and he be killing it man but we are here uh, Mike Kelly PG here the Magic Johnson of the show to make sure this thing is showtime whenever you hear Corsair Radio here on the mic me and my guy Bruce we like the Snoop and Dre of this uh, radio podcast thing uh, we should have Mike tapping in the shooting guard Mister Adam Pappy all the way from Inglewood. Uh, but he's all the way in Cashville, Tennessee, right now. Say what's up to the old young buck. The new one is just trippy, but the old one, you know, G Unit one was fire. So, uh, you know, shout out to the folks, man. He should be tapping in soon. He's here. He's Mike, here. Mike, is that you? Yes, sir. Yeah. You know what it is. I had to, baby. I had to. Hey, say what's up to the folks, man. What up, world? You know what it is. It's courtside Thursday. Big Mike out of happy. In the building with my guys, you know what we do. We got the fuego for you. So uh, you know what we're about to do. We're about to let put you up on game and uh, get you some of that raw, real basketball knowledge coming your way. Oh man, hey, for sure, for sure, and I love it. Hey, so they always say the sun shines in California, which is real most of the time. I can say, um, but we're gonna tell you exactly what what, what we talking about when it comes to the sun or the suns. But uh, Courtside Radio here, TGN Sports, man. Uh, we doing our thing. Studio number two here two in uh, going up. Hawthorne, um, Manhattan Beach blend right there uh, close to the uh, corner line, man. Shout out to Blaze Pizza. LeBron always making the money, man. But uh, Get you a Blaze Pizza. They, they fire, bro. I just had me one, and it's fire, man. So shout out to LeBron. He always winning. But let's talk about the Suns, man. Um what are our thoughts? What are our thoughts on the Suns and De- Devin Booker so far? They had the offseason edition of the great Chris Paul, first ballot Hall of Famer. You got the first overall pick, uh, DeAndre Ayton over there. You got Mikael Bridges. They got some talent over there. They're off to their best start in like since like 2008. Uh, you know, with the Nash and those guys at 15 and 9. Uh, they're, they're doing their thing, man. So, uh, Shout out to um, Hey Nipsey Killing But yeah Shout out to the Phoenix Suns Doing great I'm trying to find Their seating right now Because I know that They, they are balling uh, They're the fourth seed 
Yeah. In the West. And yeah. if you remember, listeners, hit us up in the chat room to holler what at us. What did I say? Or call us in. What did I say? No, I said it too. Nah, I said, man, no. I said it. Check the tape. I Check said that the they tape. will be a top four seed in the West, and they're doing it uh, led by Devin Booker in scoring. Uh, of course, he's averaging 23.5. Um Chris Paul, he's at 23.5, uh, three rebounds, four assists, one steal. Chris Paul is at 16, four rebounds, eight, one steal. Uh, Bridges is the third leading scorer at 14.4 points with his five rebounds, uh, one block. And you got eight in that 14, nearly 13 rebounds, uh, one block, two, two assists. So they get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They got seven players averaging, uh, double, figure. double figures. Man, what, what, what are my guys starting? On the Phoenix Suns Bruce I'll let you Start it off uh, we Like you said We talked about it Very expecting When you get a veteran Like Chris Paul And this also showed What we saw in the bubble From them to close out The season wasn't a fluke Yeah You know Then they added Cam Johnson Like you said Mikael Bridges Like mm-hmm. those two dudes As the wings To go yeah. along with Chris Paul yeah. Book and DeAndre Aiden Like Yeah the, the, They have a, a Really good squad And they run a little deep They got some guys That can pull off the bench For sure They still got Sarge out there Right Yeah they got Sarge You got Jake Crowder Crow- uh, Oh yeah for, I, I always forget about him But He's one of them dudes That you always see On a playoff team At some point Yeah But them But being he was in the, the finals That shit yeah, like, He stay in the corner Pulling three Man Them being a top four seed Pretty much sums it all up That like they're legit And you know it's, they're going to be a problem Going into the postseason For sure They got Kaminsky over there They got Cameron Frank Payne Frank Tank is back Man Frank mm, the Tank Frank the Tank um, Who is this Cameron Johnson Averaging 11 points The uh, 6'8 small 4 I, I think Was he first round pick From North Carolina Yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. yeah So you got him Yeah he was 11th pick uh, to, to Minnesota So you know They got some talent over there I love the coach uh, there yeah, is, you already uh, know what's going on. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Monty, so yeah, Monty Williams is amazing. So, no, man, like, but honestly, that's the veteran effect of Chris Paul and a, a player of Devin Booker's caliber. Yes, like knowing it's time, mm-hmm. knowing he's ready, knowing like we can do this. And when you add somebody like Aiden, who is not a pushover, who's very solid, there's a reason the kid was the number one pick, and he's showing it. They just, hey, they just got a big win over Milwaukee. Uh, Giannis missed a buzzer beater. You had 28 and seven from Chris Paul, 30 and six from Booker. Mm-hmm. 17 and 7 from Aiden, uh, 15 from Bridges, 14, 8 assists, 8 rebounds from Kaminsky. He out there balling like Wisconsin again. But, but Mike, man, what's your take on uh, Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns, man? They're back. Devin Booker has had those stress taken off his shoulders. He doesn't have to literally be the bulk of the scoring every single night when you know he's the only bucket that they have to go to. Like, they really needed Chris Paul's leadership, and we we knew it was going to be, a, like, beneficial to them, but we didn't think it was going to be team-wide. Like, okay, so we're going we're gonna to diminish certain roles, and then we're going to expand the minutes and how, like, the longevity and what yeah. we're going to do as a team. Defensively, they stepped up, and I feel like, of course, that's Chris Paul. He wasn't gonna like he gonna talk shit if y'all gonna be, if y'all half-assing it out there. He was like, oh, I'm gonna dog you all night. I'm gonna dog you at practice, and then they gonna dog you in the game because you ain't trying. Like you don't really want it. So I feel like he, Devin Booker doesn't have to do as much, but Chris Paul was the piece that they missed, and they really have stepped up on the defensive end. But yeah. I'm like, the scoring is gonna come. The scoring is gonna come when it's necessary, but. That leadership veteran role that they didn't have 
from a prolific player who will be a Hall of Famer. They didn't have that. They didn't have that knowledge coming in from a winner, from anybody who was able to at least have a winning ties. With, they okay, have a vet. They got it. a dude that at least seen something, you know, seen some winning. He's yeah, seen the he's culture. Made it, and he, he's made it to the And he's playoffs. a dog, man. Chris Paul's just a dog, bro. Like, it's... Like he, and then you think he's about it, perfect for the that team. Like it was the only thing they needed. They've been trying for point guards for like for years, bro. Years. Like Rubio. Who else? Did they, oh, they had a Brandon Knight that they yeah. paid. He ended up getting Eric injured. Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. They've tried so many point mm-hmm. guards, bro, and it just hasn't worked out. Yeah. So now they finally it was like Chris Paul's available. I don't care how much we gotta pay. Go get him, man. And and, and it's they're working changing, out. They're changing the culture over there, and the stigma is gonna go away. That Phoenix is gonna be. Like that, the, the days of Phoenix getting ran out the gym is long gone. Oh yeah, no, I can they definitely got, see, they got see a, them winning the first round at least. No, I agree. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton is going to step up more point scoring wise, but he's going to do he does everything that they need, like the minuscule things defensively, how he can actually alter shots, help rebounding. Like they have a nice set of, especially side note back to Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder actually. Is just like Bruce said, he's on playoff squads because of what he brings to the table. Not yeah. just three and D, but he has tenacity. Like he has an IQ to know where to be at and know where to pick his shots. And people know where to find him because he's gonna go consistently hitting these shots, drawing four point plays, and picking it up defensively. So they got a squad over there and it's 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 the mid young time right now. D book is the star, Chris Paul is gonna be the leader. And it's just it's up to them. It's up to them to see how far they really do go. No, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting just to follow them. I don't know if you guys seen the story on ESPN. Uh, they follow Devin Booker and pretty much talk about you know his upbringing, him going through college, not being the guy, being the late lottery pick, uh, doing his thing in Phoenix, kind of under the radar until the bubble, which they went undefeated and he lit it up uh, to now to where they're off to their best start in many years, and it looks yeah, like they're going from State Farm. Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna be a team to be reckoned with. And then you know he. he talked about um his last game playing against kobe how kobe you know told him be legendary and he got it tatted on his forearm so devin booker we see you we we see what you are doing and now you're doing it with winning basketball like playing and putting up numbers on a losing trash team is one thing but doing it for a winner what people expect you to win is yeah. way different and he's stepping up to it along with chris paul and aiden yeah man but like, i mean i've Talked up Devin Booker for years on this podcast. Like he just had it. He's always had it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you can't do this by yourself in any league. I don't care what anybody says. No man, even Bron, you can't do it alone in this league. Like that's just not how it works. So when you get somebody no, like the yeah. book who gets with Chris Paul, and then you give them they their security blanket and DeAndre Aiden and some guys that can hustle on the wings. I mean, what, what else you need? Yeah, and Broby's. He scored 70 at the guard. 70. <laughs> so you know he can play. It doesn't matter <laughs> if they lost. He dropped 70. Yeah. That, in that instance, yeah, you scored 70 as a young player in the garden, which is tough. He gets player in the game no matter what. Which is, yeah, man, fact. So uh, we got our eyes on you, Phoenix Suns. Us as Laker fans, you guys are in our uh, division, uh, the Pacific division. So, you know, we going to make sure that we, we, we check you guys out and, 
you know, hope that you don't try to bring us no trouble in the playoffs. So shout out to CP3, who's always been one of my favorite players. Uh, and just that whole team, man. I'm still waiting for Aiden to emerge. But, uh, you know, hey, he can take it slowly when you're playing with these guys, man. So uh, speaking of Devin Booker, Devin Booker is a shooting guard. So he plays the guard position. So my mm-hmm. question to my guys, because I, I was trying to figure out, like, damn, who is it? So let's answer this question for everyone today. Who are the top five guards in the NBA today? Top five guards, like point guards, shooting guards. We just picked five. Who are oh, the top five wow. guards? Crazy, huh? Because <laughs> it's, it's such uh, a guard league. Mike, I'll let you start this one off, man, because you know what? it's crazy. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with – Three of the obvious that you can't leave off this list. I feel like we might have this unanimously, but there's no order. There's no order to this top five on my end. Yeah, me it's neither. Just these ballers who can give you buckets and give you everything you need from that yep. position. So I have Steph Curry leading off the list. Okay, just because he's had he's had to come back, and we all knew what he was going to have to do without play. They're not winning like we thought they could. At least try to get an effort to it. They're still trying to work Wiseman and them in there, but Steph is doing every damn thing he wants. He's already had this season three, was it three games with 11 threes? So I'm like, come on now, bro. Chill. Chill, Steph. You just got back. You just got back. No, but, yeah. He, yeah, but he's amazing. He so you got Steph. Game. You got Steph. Cause they, I got Steph. Bruce, you got, got Steph, James right? Harden. Oh, yeah. In the top five? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, James Harden, I feel like we all going to have. But yep. James Harden, because. He changed teams midseason, dropped a triple-double his first game. And over there, it, it's scary when you look at the perimeter and you be like, all right, I got I to either switch out on Kyrie, KD, or K, uh, KD, or James Harden. Got that. However I want it, they going to give it to me. Third, I got Dame Lillard. I got Dame Dollar over there. He's he's not – he's having a quiet season. He's still, he's still doing Dame things, but it's like – there's a lot going on this year that's outshining him, especially when they're not winning as much as we need them to, but it's too early. I'm going to go ahead and throw Trey Young out there. I'm going to throw Trey Young right now just because he's with his team. He's had to be literally the highlight or throwing up the lives, but it's like he is the star player on there and he can be a breakout. He's going to be Steph 2.0 coming up soon. I see it. There's no, there's no, there's no, it's not, it's not going to happen. And to not leave this man out, because I feel like he's, he's been doing it the last two seasons distinctly just for his team, even though they're not the best, Zach Levine. Throw okay. Zach Levine in there. Just because it was like this year, he was averaging, I want to say, 26 or 27. And he was, he was, he's just been like, he's extended his game past just using that athleticism. He is a proven shooter, consistent shooter, a scorer, and he's a willing facilitator. Like, more of a playmaker, but he facilitates and doesn't force all the shots, but he will take the big shots every time for that squad. So it's like, I, I love I love to see the young talent we got right now, and it ain't nothing that they can't do right now. And yes, he, Zach Levine is averaging 27.5. Oh my goodness. Um, he's balling, but you didn't mention a name that needs to be mentioned. Um, I agree Steph James Dame or is a name up there for me. Uh, but number mm-hmm. four, uh, Kyrie Irving. Like what Kyrie is doing, he's back healthy. Bro is over there putting yeah, people on cloudy. skates and looking. 
he's probably the most skilled point guard ever. You know, when it comes to with the footwork, the handle, the finishes at the rim, the shooting, all the things he can do. So that's four. Number five for me is tough because you do have Zach Levine. You have Devin Booker. You have Donovan Mitchell who can be, you know, the fifth one. But I'm 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 lost. I, like I'm not sure. What about you, uh, Bruce? You know what? Hey, what if we throw Luca in there? No, he's not a guard. He's a, he's a three. Yeah, no, sorry. And that's what, like that some people have Luca. No, because if that's the case, Bron's in, and we're this list is over. <laughs> yeah. He so said if that's the case, LeBron is in. <laughs> yeah. That's the case. Bron is in there. The list is cut. We're done here. So I don't count Luca. I I count him as a point four. A one, he's two, a four. That's what I'm saying. Like he's point four. I feel you. That's how I get him most time. All right, I got the top, the three you guys said, which was Steph, Dame, and who? And uh, James Harden. James Harden, yeah. James no Harden, question. yeah. Yeah, all right, no question there. Uh, um, then, uh, yes, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell has to be on this list right now because if we're talking right now, his team is pretty much like the like the biggest threat to anyone in the league other than, you know, the champs. Yeah. So we thought Utah was a fluke, and they're still going. Like, they haven't stopped. They're playing hard, and he's... He, he's you know he's he's carrying them. They have pieces, but it still takes that guy. And the fifth guy we just talked about, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is balling right now. His team is beating teams that people are still writing him off on in certain games. They've had a couple moments, but as a collective and then defensively out there with the Phoenix, I just I just feel like they're the guys. The only reason See, I, I, I like- take Kyrie out that top five right now is because mm-hmm. he um. Like the defense in Brooklyn is just atrocious right now. You no, just can't, yeah. you just can't say nothing about Harden. Like Harden is like still that guy, and I'll never stop. See, but, that's uh, why I had I wanted to. I was picky about D book because his numbers have dropped this year to twenty three. Well, the chat going good. up, chat going up. Who All got? right, oh, let's so, get it. My boy Midas Touch out here says, "Can we throw in Lamelo?" Ooh, not yet. He close Calm though. Down. Hold, hold your horses. Hold your horses. Lamelo, Melo, I give him that. We can't be you victims of the moment. He gets top two rookies, literally. Oh, he's one, number one. Literally. Top two, he's, he's one. Two, yeah. He's one, and ain't no two. <laughs> he's one. Look, he's first, second, and third. He's top baby. two. There's no two. He, yeah, like that's just what it is. And then we got Griffey. Out here with Steph, Dame, Jamal Murray, Kyrie, and man, you capping? And Jamal Murray? That Jamal Jamal Murray ain't been that guy since the bubble. Since the bubble, he ain't caught up yet. So I I can't agree with that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for hitting us in the chat, man. Make sure y'all follow along throughout. Man, message them, see what they talking about. But that Jamal Murray one, you might have to jump out the chat because <laughs> that ain't it, man. But yeah, gotta check your credentials, dog. We gotta check your credentials. So if we go Steph Harden, Dame, who who would be the the fourth one? Y'all said um, not is not Kyrie. We not putting Kyrie up there. I feel I'm like Kyrie. Not. I'm not. I mean, I don't see why not either, but I feel like Kyrie Shit, is like... Another thing, though... So it's like, James out. James outshines him. I'm but I got another one for y'all that we're we not really talking about that because we haven't decided how it works in this place in Boston. Is Tatum the guard or is Jalen Brown? They, they both forwards. Oh. I would say Jalen Brown. <laughs> they Jaylen both forwards, bro. Nah, they, they have Jalen listed as a guard, so yeah. They start two small forwards hey. over there. So, so but, that's, that's hey, Jalen Brown's averaging 26, 5, and 4 this year. No, yeah, he's playing incredible basketball. I can't, you know, I can't deny that. I just think that, that he's not, I think he's a forward. So, man... 
we gonna a hey, chat. Let us know. We we're saying for sure, Kyrie. Um, not Kyrie. We're saying for sure, Steph, Dane, yeah. James Harden. Um, who 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 will be the other two that you guys would throw in there? Is it Donovan Mitchell? Is it Devin Booker? Um, is it Kyrie Irving? Is it somebody that we're not Dennis Schroeder? No, nah, I'm joking. That's oh my, yeah, that's my. I mean, my oh, no. we don't put the Lakers in there because you know Chris Car- Paul, Alex Caruso. We I'm just even, saying. We didn't even say Chris Paul, Caruso, and we, we gotta say Chris. Like, oh, I'm tripping. Bradley Bill. Oh, Bradley Bill. Wow. Number right. four. My, list is, out, my list is reset. Yeah, Bradley <laughs> Bill is like two right now. Yeah, we got a guaranteed four. <laughs> yeah, we got a guaranteed four. We need abused. a number five. But uh, man, let us know. So right now, our top top today, and I'm talking about today, top five today. guards today: Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, James Harden, Bradley Beal. We sorry, Bradley. Who's, who's number we, five? We real sorry. Yeah, we we. Hey man, we messed up, man. You can actually take the three spot for me over uh, Harden all over day. Dame, yeah, because he played a little bit of defense, even yeah. though even though they they two and thirty five. Only reason there. I got Steph up there is because exactly. like. The Warriors are garbage and they like winning random games out of nowhere. No, yeah. Like, be like, Steph, Steph, Steph had 45. Yeah. Steph had 30. I mean, he, Steph went off in the fourth. Like. And these step back threes is crazy. Yeah, he's not a hand with this shit. People to take horrible shots. Draymond took a logo shot. Oh, yeah. Eight foul. seconds left. I'm like, like bro, Steph just looked like, bro, you, you ain't me, bro. You yeah, he me. like, they, you can't drink the Steph juice, but. Hey, y'all better beware, because in a year or two, Melo Ball looks like he's going to be in that top five, man. So, um, top three. Be on the lookout, man. So, the NBA is going up. It's lit. It's the only thing really popping right now. Uh, but, ah, I lied. The WNBA is going crazy, but nobody mm. knows because yeah, it's not man. on TV. Um, it's blowing, It's going crazy on Twitter. Shout out to uh, the homegirl, Christina Williams of uh, Girls Talk uh, Sports TV. Make sure y'all give her a follow. Check out her work. She was uh, 30 for 30. 30 under 30 on Forbes, a uh, black woman from New York. Uh, she was actually a guest on uh, Don't At Me, so I'm going to have to get her to tap in here too. Uh, Corsair Radio, man. But uh, yeah, man, WNBA is going crazy right now with free agency. So many player moves. The Dallas, the team out in Dallas, uh, they have they have like five of the top 15 picks, which is crazy. Um, just, just imagine that in the NBA, a team having five of the top 15 picks. You know, they have the first, Cheating. second, seventh, twelfth, and I Cheating. think 14th pick, which is crazy. So it's going to be interesting to see how they look. But my question for you guys, and even you guys in the chat who the chiming in, thank you for the love. Let us know what steps are needed for the WNBA to take that next step, you know, that Kobe was looking to help push them through, uh, push them to. I think one of them is major uh, news coverage. I think that they have to get more. Like, when is there going to be a WNBA TV? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when? Are, like, I know they have ESPNW, but people go to ESPN. When is ESPN going to put more of the WNBA news mm-hmm. on their on their coverage? You know, because if you watch ESPN the whole day, you don't hear nothing about it. You have to go on social media to figure it out. So I think that these. Uh, these companies, ESPN, Fox, uh, even Turner, you know, have to do more to talk about. Turner does a good job because they have Candace Parker, you know, on, on the show every Tuesday uh, with Shaq and D-Wade. 
uh, to talk the games of Tuesday on TNT. But I just think they have to do more. And then, you know, they have to try to find that success that they had in the bubble by making their name, by, um, you know, making sure that they continue to be advocates for for the cause and just advocate for women, women causes as well to continue to have people talking about them. Uh, Mike, do you have anything? What can the WNBA oh, game do to uh, grow its brand? I feel like the WNBA needs to take a step in major mass marketing, like at least mega, at least mega marketing to where if you put this out there and you actually have the, just like you said, the media, if you have the media attention, if you bring more or if you even make it closer to an international, like everybody plays basketball around the world, but nobody talks about women's basketball, women's sports in general, but it's like they have entertainment, but it's, so outshined by the men the flash of the Duncan the Steph pull up threes Dane pulling from about 40 it's like you get out they get outshined but it's like they got real ballers and hoopers it's just they get more talked about for being pretty for being non that or for being us for their sexual preferences instead of them actually hooping and actually the genuineness and the the fundamentals of what they brought and then escalated to actually have skill. It's like if, if people get attention to the women's game, they will fall in love with it. They honestly will. But is you got to get the people that want to want to be a part of it. True. Once they get once they get more uh, finances, get more backing, financial backing behind them. I feel like it's nothing we could nothing they could do to stop them. But it's going to take the NBA also how Kyrie did and invest in the WNBA yes. uh, outside of just trying to cover the salaries of players that didn't play. It's like, you got to put money into the marketing. Let's yeah. go ahead brand the WNBA even better. Like the, the rebranding of the WNBA could be fucking awesome. Yeah, I just can't wait. The women, the women need their attention. And, they need, and they, they need their, uh, they deserve push. that, that love, that push. To um, you know, push them over the top because at one point the NBA wasn't a, a huge brand. They went through tough times, but they continue to get that push and that sponsorship. Uh, like you said, uh, shout out to the guys in the chat, man. We got mm-hmm, who said mass marketing. That's a crazy name in the chat, but he said mass marketing. Yes, they have to uh, to market much better to make sure that they just get their star players out in front of everybody to where we seeing them so much that we have to know who they are yeah. and we have to respect them. Um, and then um, Midas Touch said um, branding and up the sponsorship. So, yeah, the more money yep. you can get in, maybe you can get more teams, more players, um, and start doing for the uh, the, the big names um, that they should be doing. What the NBA does, the NBA does a great job of – making sure pretty much forcing them down your throat to say you're going to know who our star players are yeah. and the WNBA yep. need to follow suit. Uh, what about you, Bruce? Would you got any ideas? On how they can make things better? Yeah, how they can improve things. Oh, obvious, definitely. Skirts. Asses out. <laughs> Titties out. That's asses right. out. <laughs> and I don't mean any disrespect by that, but WMA basketball as a basketball fan is great you know yeah. like I said like you said they're hooping but basketball is Technical more skills yeah like but basketball like a lot of people that watch basketball aren't even fans like they're just there 
watching You know like This is why It's more like The entertainment The culture yeah. The outside stuff You know That's what they might Have to do better But you know What the WNBA needs Is more uh, Tia Coopers Facts That's yep. just pretty much What it is Facts like. And it's not that They need them specifically But you have to market them You actually have to they Bring market the market her As a star like you have to break I mean they're trying I mean she's not as good As they want her to be But she's cute So it's like yeah. And she's in LA Yeah So like that That's a big thing it's, I'm sure it's gonna bring A lot of attention to To basketball But I mean honestly The women have always Been beautiful And they've always Kind of like Shown the pretty ones But mm-hmm. when you're on the mm-hmm. court And it's the athleticism isn't, isn't there There's not dunks There's not 360 windmills yeah. It's like That's just It's just like the entertainment It's like football Like you want to see people Like slam into each other Yeah You know like You'll get girls out there Like rough You know Elbows dogging But it's still not To the same It's like women's boxing Yeah true But You know like So maybe you watch If yeah. Ali's Lee's daughter, daughter yeah, fight. Yeah, like, like, but you, really, you just want to see who she's beating up on. Even yeah. in UFC, you have your chosen few. So there's teams you get up to watch. There's people you get up to watch. But it's just it lacks something that makes it easy for people to fall in love and to watch basketball or football. Because I mean, you think about it. Like baseball is isn't watched like it should be. Uh, hockey isn't watched like it should be. Like they have a lot of money and backing. Because of like The areas they're in Regional stuff like that Like mm-hmm. you know It's popular in Canada For like hockey um, Soccer is a worldwide sport That's big It's just not big in America So maybe WNBA needs to do a Shout out to uh, Spence G Who's also in the chat Said local support Get passion behind teams Not just the league And that that's true You know like At the beginning stages Of the WNBA LA was really rocking With the Sparks Like Houston was really rock, Rocking with the yeah. Comets New York was really Rocking with the Liberty Like they, they were really put Getting that push From the people And I think It's sad to say But the WNBA Might have to try Some different things Maybe they should be The league who has a Bring some drama No a four point shot Do you some know? reality shows <laughs> I'm serious no, bro. Like, yeah. You have no, to get the be, attention you have to you have to want you have to want the fans to know more about them yeah, personally. It's facts because that's Not what we get from the NBA players. Yeah, like we want to know everything about people's outside lives besides the yeah. sport you know like that's where the interest of everyone else that's you know not what a they do fan. a great job at that they need to make even bigger their fashion game because these ladies yeah. come in with a lot of swag oh yeah I think now they the need drip to, is there for yeah, sure yeah they need to blow that up even more but maybe they should add a, I, I believe maybe they should add like a four point sh- a shot yeah. because it'd be something different than the NBA without having dunks um, and just different rules changes that can help towards it you know what I'm saying and then like you said like some reality TV to where People yeah, you just have to have to people know interested in who they are as people. Yes. Period. You know, rather than like, oh, let's watch this basketball game. Yeah. Like, nah, man. Like, we don't really watch sports like that. Most people watch sports as like entertainment or to do things outside of yeah. whatever is going on in the world. So, hey, WNBA. We hope you hear this. We're going we gonna to make sure that we keep giving you guys some love and support. Uh, if you don't watch WNBA basketball, man, go give it a try uh, and, and tap in because this free agency is going up. They all on Twitter. Uh, it's a lot of moves being made. Uh, us out here in L.A., you know, we see the Sparks. They lost Candace Parker, but they just they added a few new players. So make sure you guys tap into that. Um, no Celtic dump this week. Uh, so we got that two-fold pick and roll. We didn't have it Monday, but it's going to be back Monday again. But it's here today. So uh, hey, give us your best three, Mike. Let's hear it, baby. Two-fold pick and roll. Best three. It's Big Mike got a pappy. Two-fold pick and roll coming to you. And uh, we got a, I got a selection for y'all and my guys. 
we got a quick one. I'm going to start off with the Goat Mount Rushmore. We're going to keep it sports, keep it simple. So I have the Goat Mount Rushmore, and I'm going to ask my guys who should be added on or who do they think is best deserving of that title also. So we're going to start off with Tom Brady, who got his seventh Super Bowl win sometime, sometime recently beating the Kansas City Chiefs, but we're not going to throw that out there. You Leave know, it alone, man. Everybody. Leave it alone. <laughs> Tom. Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, and Serena Williams. So I would say out of Michael Phelps, Floyd Mayweather, and Hussein Bolt would be certain additions. And then we had another one to where you have Brett the Hitman Hart, Stone Cold, and The Rock. Just to throw those out there, because there's a plethora of sports that we can cover that people love to see. Yep. But I have, for myself, personally, I'm going Michael Phelps. He's still the all-time leader in Olympic gold medals. You have them, You have him as the huh? star of stars? Like, he's the goat of sports? No, I'm saying goat you... at his sport. Oh, okay. Yeah, goat at his sport. Okay. At their realm and their, in whatever arena that they and that they were professional in, that they would get the gold title at that. And I would say Michael Phelps took over that. No, Especially true. when the Olympics helped him uh, flourish in that when he has 28 gold, he has 28 Olympic medals, 23 golds, and he still has the most Olympic medals in the individual events at 16 when he broke Mark Spitz' 1972 record with eight gold medals just in Beijing alone in 2008. So I'm going Michael Phelps added to the gold Mount Rushmore for all he did and man he's a one of one and ain't nobody gonna top any of his records that he broke no, no yeah time, so. he, he's incredible so um yeah Tiger Woods is a great one Spence, Spence G I didn't want to leave him off there yeah you gotta Tiger put Woods Tiger on there if it wasn't yeah, for Arnold, Arnold Palmer collectively yeah. had a more productive career but Tiger had a more dominant career so yeah. that's the crazy part about that Jack Nicholas too which was he wasn't yes. amazing but for me um my my goats. Um, so you said who's who's already on there? Uh, Tom Brady, Tom Michael Brady, Jordan, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, and Serena Williams. Oh, and we're adding a fifth one. So um, yeah. the fifth one, if we, I, I wouldn't have Brady on there, but I guess you have to. Win his seven <laughs> Super Bowls is crazy. But he's che- he's a cheater. He's a cheater. But um, if you're not cheating, you ain't trying. So who I will put on there? Um. Ah, I got a name that no one's probably going to say. Um, Floyd Mayweather. He didn't lose. I said Floyd. Oh, you said Floyd. Okay, Floyd. so Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I said Floyd. He didn't I said lose. Floyd, same boat, and uh, Mike Phelps were some of the uh, others that you could add it on. Yeah, I would say Mayweather because when you look at GOAT, it, it's of course, it's what they do in their, their sport, but it's their impact away from it as well. Mm-hmm. And Floyd has the, uh, the uh, money team. He has the Mayweather um the Mayweather Promotion Group, which he's bringing up boxers now, Great and brand. the money—he was making bags. Like <laughs> he, he was, fought Conor McGregor. He is the meaning of box office. He yeah. carries a million dollars around everywhere. He's he supposed to fight okay. Jake Paul, um, so he just knows how to make stuff happen, um, and he uses his boxing name. So, you know, he got look at Yaya Mayweather. His his daughter just had a baby by NBA young boy. You know what I'm saying? So the Mayweather name, it continues to be out there. He just got that fake um, beard transplant, it looked like. So 
I'll go Mayweather. He's fifty and zero. He 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 never never lost. What Levar Ball say? Never lost. So he he mm-hmm. never lost. And you know we see what he do away from. He got his own strip club in Vegas. He's a guy from Florida. Became the man in Vegas. That lets you know the type of power he carries. So I will add to my Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, Serena Williams. I will add um, Floyd Mayweather with uh, Michael Phelps, uh, Usain Bolt being close, Carl Lewis being close, and then Tiger Woods as well, and then Jack Nicholas, and uh, don't, don't forget uh, Wayne Gretzky, uh, the king of hockey. So oh, yeah. all of those dudes will probably round out my ten, but that'll be my first five. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't have Kareem up there. You always vouch for Kareem. No, yeah, because because right, Kareem, but just away from the game, Kareem was more quiet. You know, once he got into his his belief. Uh, his Muslim belief, you know, his hey. away from the game wasn't as we talk impactful. We about away from the game. Is Will Chamberlain Hall of Fame or not? He close. He close to the goal because, <laughs> dude, if he hit as many women as he said, he is amazing. But, uh, Bruce, who you got? Who would you add to that That four of Tom Brady, uh, Michael Jordan, Serena Williams, and uh, who was the fourth one? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, of so course. So I'm adding one more? Yeah, adding one more. Yeah. I said Floyd... Um, Mike said uh, Michael Phelps I'd say Floyd all day Floyd? Yeah Okay like Floyd's Money impact man. Floyd's impact that he had Like I said On sports period The world period Culture everything I mean he's still box office He's still probably gonna have a fight this year Everybody wants to see it He's gonna, he gonna beat up some Random kid for no reason And get paid And then go back And ride off into the sunset again Like I mean What can you really say When somebody doesn't lose Facts Never lost Never lost Never lost Never lost Number two What you got for us Mike? Number two, I'm going to keep it simple with this year, there's a lot of breakout players, especially young, and then there's a lot of players who have stepped up their game. I ask which player is most deserving of his first all-star appearance by the numbers and by the season impact that he's had this year. I start off the list. It's going to be something simple. I have Zach Levine, who we mentioned earlier, who's averaging 27-5-5 and for that ass. You have Zion Williams, Zion Williamson, who's averaging 24 points, seven boards, and three assists, but also leading the league in points in the paint at 18 per game. Goddamn. <laughs> we got Jalen Brown, who stepped it up and has not been the, uh, what's called, I will say, the sidekick to Jason Tatum anymore because himself is averaging 26, five, and four. He's balling out on the defensive end. And he's ready to take any big game shot and put the team on his back. Colin Sexton, just because he's actually had a randomly good season compared to his first few years in the league, but he actually is stepping up and his team is winning more, but they're still the Cleveland Cavaliers. But he's averaging 23, two and a half and about four assists right now. Mm-hmm. And they, I didn't want to throw... Um, Brogdon in there, but Brogdon is like he's he's a product he's a product of the system that he's always in. Not always, but the team that he goes to, they have a system that fits perfectly for him. So he's never at a disadvantage. But I'm going to go with the player most deserving this year. I'm going with Zion. Zion for his career is averaging 23. He's averaging 24 and seven this year. But him making the All Star team, of course, will bring nothing but highlights from the jump. Zion has done everything you needed to be a grown man amongst grown men. Like he's sunning grown men out here and literally 
taking over at 285 with a 40 inch vertical. Athleticism crazy. He's hell of a he's hella efficient and he doesn't take too many bad shots. He just makes majority of all the shots that he takes. So I'm, I actually have Zion Williamson. Zach Levine was a close, close, close winner. But Zion to miss the All-Star game, I can't see it. A healthy Zion? Nah. NBA, NBA needs that too much right now. If they have an All-Star game, let's throw that out there too. No, yeah. So if we roll with you with Zion, yes, I, I'm going to roll with you because Zion uh, deserves to be in there over. Mention the other names as well. Zach Levine, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Colin, Colin Sexton. Yeah, it gotta be Zion. Zion is box office. Uh, bro, be looking like Baby Shaq out there. Yeah, like yeah. he's still killing. <laughs> yeah, Everything yeah. Because Mike Conley was on the list, but he dropped off just because. I mean, Utah is—they're doing good with you. They're doing great with you right now, but it's like they're hit or miss because it's not even how you're played for the wins; it's how Donovan Mitchell plays. Is Gobert actually going to show up? And not get banged on about two to three times this game. Is he will will he be a defensive presence? So Mike Conley, I feel like he's having a comeback, but he had the best chance when he was with Memphis. Yeah, but I, I like the Zion pick just because he's playing well. Um, they're close to being a playoff team uh, with him and Ingram leading the way. Uh, Lonzo is picking it up, but Zion is just—he's still a box office name, um, and he can has a box office game. So. I will I will roll with you with that one on Zion. Uh, what about you, Bruce? You rolling? I'll roll, even though I, I still think there's an argument for Jalen Brown. Oh yeah, of course. Like especially mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. d- where, where the team is. Yeah. Um, but Zion just for the you know box office part. Yeah, all day. Yeah. Yeah. Right, what you got? Number three. Number three. Before I get to that, I have a random a random stat for y'all. Tom Brady has a higher chance of making the Super Bowl than <laughs> Steph Curry does to make a three-pointer. Hey, We're stop, just gonna throw that stop out. Stop bringing up Tom Brady's name, man. I'm tired of it. Leave it alone. I just wanted just because yes. I didn't that cat, Number man. three, Mike. Number three. Number three. Yes. <laughs> Number three. We have the most unselfish superstar in NBA history. I'm going to give you a quick list and see if y'all will roll with this. Okay. We will start off with Bill Russell, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Dwayne Wade, Steph the Hitman Curry. We got Mr. Fundamental, Tim Duncan, and we got the big Swede, Dirk Nowitzki. All of them unselfish in their own ways, superstar in every type of way that they wanted to be for the league and for their teams. And they did it all without having to demand extra or be a selfish player and take take the shine away from anybody. Now, for me, this is a simple one. I'm going big Timmy. Timmy. Timmy Turner, Tim Duncan, go ahead and got it right. But it's like everything he did was so, it was just, it was like he just clocked in every day. Come in, do my work. I'm out of here. I'm going to give y'all buckets, block shots. I'm going to do everything and affect every part of the game. And we're going to win. We got Pop as a coach. I got my young cats, TP, and then they inherited Ginobili, especially when they had Michael Finley, Bruce Bowen, and all them boys when they was just running the tables. 10 plus years, 50 wins. Couldn't nobody stop that streak for a while. But Tim Duncan, most unselfish player or unselfish superstar in NBA history. Y'all gonna roll with me? Uh, unselfish, uh, I can't. 
Because I am, okay, the, you magic, go with I am the Magic Johnson of the show. And it it's Magic. Johnson. You go with magic. What are you the most unselfish player to ever yeah. live on planet Earth is Magic Johnson. With, he does it on the court and off the court. Like, in the game, he's not going to really worry about scoring. You know, he can go out and average 15 to 18 points. He's going to get, like, 12 to 13 assists a game, um, which is big. And that's the type of guy you want to play with. Uh, is Tim Duncan very unselfish? Yes, he is, you know. Uh, but he was in a system that was going to make sure everybody played. Magic was like, I'm going to make sure you eat Kareem. I'm going to make sure you eat James Worthy, Bob McAdoo, uh, Norm Nixon, B. Scott, um, you know, Michael Cooper. Like, Magic was for winning. He wanted to win. So, only time he started to score when he went from um, – like 17 points to 23.5 is because Kareem got older and they needed him to score more. But he's all about getting everybody else involved and moving the ball. That's why it's showtime because of Magic Johnson. So I can't roll with you, man. Is Magic Johnson the most unselfish player in NBA history? Bruce, tell him why the I'm The most right. willing passer. I we think. don't have to have this discussion. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we are not about to sit here and have this discussion, man. We know exactly what it is. Like, going by your business dog yeah man so hey mike um wrap, wrap up this two fold pick and roll man let the people uh, know to tap know. in monday tap in mondays we got a new one for y'all we got some picks going up and my guys gonna let me know they gonna pick look they gonna pick with me they're gonna roll or not we're gonna see y'all monday back with the two fold pick and roll Yep, yep, man. So that's this week's two-fold pick and roll, man. Mike always kill it with those those questions, man. Let us know what y'all think. Who's the uh, most unselfish player in NBA history with the chat room going up? Tap in the, with the chat. You know, seat. tap in with us. Say, Bruce, you know Zion deserves more love, bro. Uh, somebody said <laughs> that, that's J Mig three. You, are, you know that Pelicans fan he's talking in the chat. about you. Uh, shout out to Spence G when we were talking about the uh, the goats. He said uh, Tiger Woods. He said Messi, Ronaldo, Pele. Um, you know ooh, which Tiger. is you know which is big. Derek Jeter. J Mig said. Uh, uh, you know I'm a Yankee fan. Let's go, G. I said Babe Ruth over Jeter though. When you think really? about baseball, just when you think about well, Babe Ruth was a pitcher. Babe Ruth is the name. Yeah. <laughs> the big Bambino. Yeah, you That's know, what I'm like yeah. Um, Most people didn't even know he was a was a fucking uh, almost got the side young. Somebody, uh, um, hum said Zion all day. Is that another Pelican fan? How many Pelican fans? Know, you know? I don't know who that is, man. Oh, but uh, man, thanks. Hey, that's a two fold pick and roll. Um, let's take them around the league real quick. Courtside Radio with the Treacherous Three, um, Mike Hill to PG Bruce Courtside on the ones and twos, and our guy the shooting guard Mike all the way from Inglewood, uh, Psych all the way from Cashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Inglewood, man. So uh, we having fun up in here. But just to take you around the league really quick, um, the Mavs no longer planning uh, to do the national anthem before the game. But the NBA said not so fast. The NBA has said every team has to, to play. Uh, play the uh, national anthem. Um, I think they should give the teams the opportunity to decide whether they want it played or not. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, because Mark Cuban had a good reason. Community was like, man, that song ain't for us. So, you know, I think they, they should give that choice to the teams and the owners. But, you know, the NBA is like, hey, <laughs> you know, 
this is who paid us the big money so we gotta do what we gotta do so uh, it's gonna be interesting to see exactly how that goes uh, what will happen from that um, the NBA may have the slam dunk contest at halftime of the all-star game that is stupid which is which y'all don't like that because they said they aren't going to do a Saturday Sunday. It's just going to be yeah, all one Sunday. Day. So yeah, I guess that works. So you know, I'm you, down for it. Yeah, especially if they're going to make it quick. You know, yeah, because you will have like the uh, the skills challenge, uh, the uh, three point shootout, all that stuff prior. You know what I'm saying? And then you will have um, the game starts. Then you get the slam. But that that might be too long of a halftime. Like yeah. I don't even it's, Definitely too long for a halftime show. Like that's gonna be their halftime show, the dunk contest. Yeah. I feel like they're gonna rush it, but they're not gonna have. That just lets me know right now they're not gonna have no big heavy hitters in a dunk contest this year. That's all that's letting me know. Just to keep it trill with y'all. If you're gonna diminish it to a halftime show, bro, might as well not watch. It, yeah. it, unless they throw, because Zion's probably not gonna be in it if they're gonna do it like that. But it's like nobody really who they gonna put again. Aaron, Aaron Gordon ain't going. Zach Levine probably ain't going back. Like, you're going to have Miles Bridges again or somebody like that, like Jared Jones coming back. Like, we get that. Get some young cats, but we want to see established people who we've been waiting to see or some big names to go ahead and hop in there who's going to be all-star. This but year all-star. a lot of them guys are going to be playing, so I don't think they're going to be wanting to do that. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they figure out to do. Uh, it's going to be a crazy all-star weekend yeah, can't because wait. it's not even going to be all-star weekend. It's going to be all-star day yeah. <laughs> in, in Atlanta, I believe. So it's going to be uh, crazy. Uh, then the last uh-huh. thing to take you around the league, uh, New York. To allow 10% capacity in their arenas for the uh, Nets, uh, for the Knicks, and for the Rangers hockey. So, you know what that means, fellas. LA is almost there. We're getting there, baby. We got to be next. You know Imagine Lakers tickets are going to be like four racks. Yeah, four racks. <laughs> nosebleed. <laughs> $4,000 for the 300 section. For nosebleed. But, oh, hey, my God. People with hey, hey, it's getting close. You know about the 300 section. Yeah. Hey, facts. <laughs> Darling, definitely said it at 300. Man, you know hey. it. You know it. So, man, hey, shout out to New York. Seems like they're going to have fans. But I'm so happy because with the Knicks close to being a playoff team, um, you're going to have them in, <laughs> oh, you God. know, the Mecca that be cracking. And then Bro- the, the Brooklyn Nets, they a top yeah. team in the league now. You want to have fans in there. So, uh it's going to be interesting to uh, to see that happen. But, man, that's the Around the League, man. The National Anthem, the Sam Dunk Contest, possibly an all-star, um, all-star game halftime show, and then New York to allow 10% capacity, man. So that's the Around the League. But now it's my time. My favorite yeah. part of the show every Thursday. We got Kenny oh, from man. Touchdown hey, with Tangents. Oh, yeah. So he's going to love this one because my hate this week for the Hating As Mike Kill segment, I'm just going to mention names. So uh, Carl Sheffers, Fred Bryan, Sarah Thomas, <laughs> Rusty Baines, James Coleman, Eugene Hall, Dino Paglinelli, and Mike Wimmer. Y'all know who those guys are? They're the officials of the Super Bowl who cheated my cheese, who called some bogus calls, eight penalties for 95 yards in the first half of the Super Bowl. What happened on offense, though? Tampa Bay had... We're not talking about offense. You have to score points in football. Because if the final score was going to be 12 to 10, the Chiefs could have still won that game because the defense did a good job. Did they only have nine? Yeah, they had nine, but... 
it would have changed lost. the game because Nine being down, being down game, 21-6 or going against Tom Brady, now you're panicking. We got to score big. Let's throw the ball deep so it's easy to pass rush. But if those names, the referee, umpire, down judge, line judge, field judge, side judge, back judge, and replay official would have got things the right. replay official? Him too. <laughs> he want all the smoke. Him too. <laughs> all yeah. the smoke. Oh, I'm, God. I'm hating on y'all. Oh, man. Oh, God. He is so mad. Hey, 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 Why are you so I mean, mad, Mike? Because yes, because of those that holding call took an interception, the BS pass interference on a trip up, and then another BS pass interference after that with twelve seconds to get on the ball at the one. It was like, okay, Tom Brady, we want you to give seven. Uh, so that's who the hate is for uh, this week. Uh, Mike Kell's hating that segment. All those names that I mentioned. Carl Sheffers, Fred Bryant, Sarah Thomas, Rusty Baines, James Coleman, Eugene Hall, Dino Palinagli, and Mike Wimmer. Shame on you, but the Chiefs will be back, back in L.A. for the Super Bowl. Book it. Book it right now. Get your tickets because Mahomes ready. He already working on his game with an injured toe. It's going to so, be, be a Tampa versus Raider. It's going to be Chiefs, Chiefs, Rams, Super Bowl. I'm calling it for, for us both, Mike. Oh, I like the way that sound, baby. High so, scoring. Let's get it. Hey, so that's this week's Hating Ass Mike Kell segment. You cheat my Chiefs, I'm calling you out. It don't stop. Tom Brady, you next. But um, we got our sneakerhead a part of the show. Yes, sir. Um, and he got us for the drop of the week, man. So uh, t- tell us about the drop of the week, man, or the drops, because you All might right. have, have so some things to So I wanted to, to mention this because it could things could change. You know how the sneaker world is going. We got a couple things that, that are dropping. Uh, one drop for sure that's coming out this Saturday is the Jordan Six Carmine. Okay, Carmine Six is like everybody knows. It's a white and red Jordan Six. Anybody that mm-hmm. appreciates the Jordan will definitely appreciate this shoe. So sign up for your raffles. Be on sneakers at seven a.m. for your L, like everybody else. And uh, we go there. there. <laughs> Another shoe that I wanted to discuss that uh, is coming out that's due to come out on Monday. Not 100% sure Uh-oh. because they also have a secondary date on a couple pairs, which is March 19th. Okay. But Nike has ah. this new shoe that they've unveiled called the Go Fly Ease. And it's its first truly hands-free shoe. You can pretty much just step in oh, and out of the it. shoe. And the way it like looks cool, it's like all this cool tech. But the hype around the shoe has already went crazy. The shoe's only going to be 120 They got them for like thousands of dollars online right now. Like Dang. Five, six K. Like some wow. craziness. Like I need to just, try to win them now. It's crazy. We don't know exactly if they're going to drop yet. Like I said, I think they're pushing them back till March 19th, but they did have one pair that is due to drop. There's three colorways that they have shown so far, two black and one like multicolor. Um, but they look super cool. Like they and they they look like one of those shoes that nurses, doctors, like those type of things like you just wearing around like just one of those real convenient uh slip-on shoes. Gotcha. I uh, also want to say uh, my condolences to everybody who took an L, including myself, yesterday on the Jordan 1s. I actually overslept on the sneakers drop, but the other oh. drops, I got no raffle. Like, none of that even came through. And then uh, next week is a big week for me uh, because it's a shoe that I was I didn't get to get when I wanted to back in the day, which is the cool gray Jordan 3. So let the hype build, y'all. It is supposed to is due to drop next Saturday, which would be the 20th. Um, and that was something that had been pushed back from January. So that Jordan three cool, great, yes sir. Hey, and they fired too. Hey, yes sir. Hey, so, them some of the most comfortable shoes, bro. Them, yeah, them threes. Yeah, you got yeah. any more? You got another one? Or that's it. That's it right now. Okay, we're, we're, we're gonna hold off. Uh, 
But for the most part You know Look into y'all fly easies And uh Always check your Always check your sneakers app Cause they'll sneak some things in there There's a bunch of dunks Coming out next week As well uh, Everybody's gonna take L's on those So don't even worry about it You know don't even try. <laughs> Exactly but uh, we appreciate y'all. You know, sneakers, sneakers drop going up. Hey, so remember that every Thursday now we're going to have our, uh, our our drops, man. So make sure that y'all tap in because my guy Bruce be tapped in. I'll be tapped in to a point, but I didn't took so much, so many L's that I kind of like, man. Like I said, if, you know I, if I was LL Cool J, it would be LL, you know, so I'm many so of them. I'm so tapped in right now. I know Bruce got on some ones right now. No, I got fours on today. Fours on today, yeah. What? The all okay. red ones too. I know you'd appreciate. Yeah, they hard, man. Whoa. I feel it. I feel it. I so, feel it. a a shout out to that. Make sure y'all tap into our uh, Instagram Courtside Radio, uh, where we are gonna make sure that we uh, get some pictures up of the drops and let you guys know, um, you know, what we're shouting out, what our guy Bruce is shouting out to make sure you pick up. Uh, before we get to that, before we get to the Throwback Thursday. The final topic, um, so if you haven't heard, uh, just got to give a shout out to these people. Uh, Shaka Khan, Tina Turner, and Jay-Z are among 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Let's give them some hand claps, Ooh, man. that's huge. Yeah. Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan? So, Tina Turner? Yeah, and Hove. So, shout out to them. Well, we but know about Hove, but you my, know, my, the fact that these ladies are just now getting in is ridiculous. To me. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But my question here is we all waiting for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why don't we have our own? So, do there need to be an R&B Hip Hop Hall of Fame where we we find a, a city kind of like they do with the Rock and Roll cuz I think it's out there in Tennessee, yeah. uh, if I'm right. You know, maybe we can choose what LA, New York, you know what I'm saying? And have an R&B hip hop Hall of Fame to where you going to have a show where we can and put it depends our OGs on who backs in. it, but I think somebody like Hove back in something like that. Yeah. And you know like some of like the OGs mm-hmm. coming up and back in that I think that could actually be big. Um I feel just like it because should be in New York cuz that's pretty much where it, where hip hop is. It yeah. resonated and generated from. Yeah, I think I think if, if you do a hip hop centric one that yeah, New York is where it should be based at because that's where it's started from with DJ Cool Herc and uh, you know all the DJs there um, African Bambada you know what I'm saying so the Zulu Nation yeah I just think that you have to have that you know what I'm saying cause that's how we will really be able to know who are the greats of greats we can people will be as voting as to Biggie right now yeah for real as the Biggie intro going like <laughs> we will be able to vote in like people will be voting in who's the MVP is, is uh, mm-hmm. who's a Hall of Famer is Uzi Vert is he gonna finish his career a Hall of Famer yeah. and stuff like <laughs> that I think that would be big because we wait for the rock and roll they finally put in Pac uh, I think the year before last and stuff like that it's like why are we waiting for them well we can have our own and that would be a big show you know what I'm saying to have the, the best of the best going to it that's why I say you could throw in R&B because then you can have the Mary J. Blige's and all those others Uh-oh. included Ooh. into it you know what I'm saying so Mike what's your thought about that having a Hall of Fame for um, uh, R&B and hip hop I feel like that would be a blessing to music and to represent the like how music has flourished throughout the years and to show you the the masses like just to show the masses like okay this is the talent that we brought this is the creativity we brought and this is how we changed the game and implemented so many levels of music and I feel like it's deserving to be honored man and I, I agree so um 
Yeah, man. Hopefully, we can get that sometime soon. Guys like Hove, Diddy, uh, Quincy Jones can all come together and create this and create a legacy of that. Because we have the, um, you know, we have the uh, the rock and roll, uh, which a lot of times I'll be like, I don't know what who those names are. But, you know, if we have a hip-hop one, it will be it will be dope. Uh, Shout-out to Spence G. Uh, he was talking. He said uh, he would rather wear a one mid. Uh, he was talking about. Oh, God, that was my I topic. I apologize, I y'all. It. We got to tap back in real quick. So on IG today, I asked a question. And uh, it said, how, and you know, they've had those how do you eat things. Like, oh, this is how you eat, like, onions or mushrooms or whatever. And it's just like they throw them in the trash. So the dude said, this is how you wear Jordan 1s. And it was a pair of the new bread Jordan 1 mids. Mm-hmm. And this is Jordan 1 mids specifically. How do you wear them? And he threw them in the trash. Oh and some sneakerheads understand that because there's like a respect thing, I guess, when it comes to uh, to mids and, and highs. So highs like are technically what we're calling the OGs right now. Okay. So uh, you know, so um, highs highs are what we call the OGs. So whenever you see somebody in mids, you kind of like disrespect them or talk shit as no, a sneakerhead yeah, yeah. at least, Fact. because they're like the GR, what we call the general release in in, in shoe in yeah, um, yeah. wearing shoes. Okay. So Instead of like Whenever somebody's wearing Miz Like man you got Miz on And some people are like, Oh man these are cool Like I'm not gonna lie Like some of the colors be fly no, And then yeah. there's like Certain pairs that are very exclusive But for so the most part Are Miz pretty much like the it. low? They like- nah I'll wear a low Okay I don't mind a low But they, all, they, but they also like have Two different types kill. of lows There's like an OG low That looks exactly like the original Okay And they have like a low That's just you know, GR. You're gonna have to show me that. Um, but let me but don't uh, get caught wearing mids around me. Let, let me tap in with the chat room. Spence um, G, Spence G got <laughs> um, Mida Touch said Jordan Golf White Cements. Um, J Max said Course I Radio always love listening to y'all and blessing my those Monday Jordan and Thursday nights. New Jordan Golf Star Drop. Keep up the great work. Uh, Thanks a lot. Thank you for the love. Spence G said, I wouldn't want to golf in those white cements. Ha ha. So um, the, the drop of the week going up, man. But uh, let's finish this thing off. Um, you know, finish it off right, baby. Do, do, do. I know hey. what time it is. Hey. Michael got that throwback player of the week. Tell me your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, right to it, man. This week's throwback uh, Thursday player of the week. Is uh, the one and only He represent the city of LA um, You know what I'm saying He was born in Louisiana actually But you know he went to Crenshaw High School He's an old school legend First round pick Third overall pick to the Milwaukee Bucks uh, We mentioned him before But we gotta give him some love again Cause he's 65 and can still dunk uh, Shout out to my guy Josiah Johnson His son who played at UCLA as well But uh, Marcus Johnson man uh, career averages of 20.7 rebounds, 3.6 assists, five-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA. Uh, he is like the original point forward. He was like one of the original point forwards, six-seven uh, guard that was out there killing it with the Bucks. Uh, he also played in the Clippers. He had an All-Star year with the Clippers, averaging 20 points, uh, nearly four assists, five rebounds, one steal. Uh, his best year was his second year, which he averaged 25 points, a one block, one steal, three assists, seven rebounds. As a rookie, he averaged 19 and 10. So shout out to Marcus Johnson. 
Um, yeah, Hooper for sure. Crenshaw High alum, uh, Hooper Baller, one of the uh, biggest names in um, the Milwaukee Buck history. His uh, Twitter handle is Old School O L S K O O L eight eight eight. Uh, the baller man So shout out to Marcus Johnson Check out our Instagram page We're going to make sure That we have The uh, drops of the week On there And then we're going to have This uh, highlight Of our throwback Thursday player of the week Marcus Johnson uh, That's it fellas We, we killed another episode um, Mike We blazed it Two four pick and roll it's Make true. sure y'all be ready For it on Monday um, You know We still going to talk Some football So courtside From the sidelines Will occur on Monday uh, Bruce Good work on the ones and twos The music game is on fire As always As, as always. always Appreciate y'all Ooh. tapping in Courtside Radio Hey Courtside Radio We are out this thing What's up Mike True. What you I said? got a serious note Before we go Wait serious oh, note Let serious me. note All love to my boy Royce Owens His funerals was today Most people know him as Scrap That's my guy We grew up together And uh, shout out To Miss Relita Miss Owens our love and prayers are going to you. I know you lost a good one, and uh, we all did too. Love you, big dog. Yeah, Much hey, love, rest man. in peace to all of the, the fallen homies, man, and everybody just going through it during these tough times. Much love. Thank you guys for tuning in to Courtside. Touchdown Tangents up next. Make sure y'all tap into them to hear some football takes, to hear some tangents. They're going to kill it just like we do. Uh, we are out this day. Peace. Show this down. Yeah.